Hello, this is episode 186 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Admiration is such a twisted place right now. This is your weekly American election podcast. It'll be a short one. In many ways, the greatest downfall of humanity is willpower. You can't unsee a damaging image or a piece of slander. Once you've seen it, it's etched into your mind and it forms an unconscious bias. So how do we find the truth in the extremes? If you are in doubt, take someone you admire and think about how they either talk or react to the person. So here are a few simple tells. When you look at a picture, does the person seem comfortable beside them? Do they lean towards them? Do they smile all the way to their eyes? Is there a genuine connection between the people in the photograph? I particularly like doing this in relation to Dr. Jane Goodall. And there are one or two people who are very admired, who fail this test for me, which is very interesting. I also admire John Lewis, and there's no way that he could take both of the hands of Hillary Clinton and look into her face unless he really respected her. And therefore, that makes me shelve everything else that's ever shared. In that moment, in that snap, because I have a conviction about John Lewis, because of his deeds and his actions, and they're not just words in his case, I'm able to judge that he couldn't possibly meet somebody in that way unless he genuinely respected them. So happy Googling for images of people you can't decide about in relation to people that you do admire for whatever those reasons are. Another way is to take someone that you admire and listen to their words. Neither of the Obamas can fake their genuine care for Joe Biden. I heard it especially when I listened to Michelle Obama's book Becoming. It was one of the parts that so stood out for me. And so when he became the candidate, I always went back to those moments in her book. And that based my reflection. The number of people I admire who are educated, who are more knowledgeable than me of the system, especially on big topics that are on the table for discussion, such as women's health, gender equality, gay rights, trans rights, healthcare, racism, climate change, education, in short, everything that I care about, they are all terrified of Trump. It doesn't matter who I pick that I admire in whatever field that matters to me, the people who are the pinnacle of those fields, they all have the same message. And so it's easy for me to sift through the noise and arrive at a place. I leave the noise behind and I look to the people that I admire. I look to them to know something with clarity that I'm finding very hard to decide in the mainstream news right now. And then I can equally look at the people representing what I'm not sure about and they equally set me on edge. And there is a clarity in that too. And as the debate spins up, and whatever has gone on up to this point, I think that the next three weeks in particular, there is just going to be so much chaos for everyone to sift through to find the genuine glimmers of hope, light, truth, honesty 
integrity. And this is exactly as how I predicted in the episode I recorded weeks ago now on gaslighting. If I wanted to write a manual on how to effectively gaslight in a political campaign, this is what we're watching unfold. And the position that has to be taken is one of constant reaction to the stories to draw your attention away from the big topics on the table to be debated. And it's very difficult for people to not constantly feel that they're firefighting. And there are so many people out there that this is actually their normal existence. This is the relationships that they live with, with their families, with their parents, with their partners, with their children. I work with all of these situations on a daily basis where there are people living in this terrain of these constant sense of what is reality and what is truth and what can I draw your attention to so you don't look at me too closely. So the only hope you have is to realize that the world media right now are normalizing dysfunction, and it is dysfunctional. And so I urge you to step back and to pick the people that you admire for whatever reasons those are, and to look for the truth through them. And that can be found not necessarily in the context of now speaking about the election, but it can be found in the context of their words that were written many years ago and how they speak about them. And you will find the audio clips. And if you don't believe the words, when you listen to someone's speech patterns, it's very clear. The truth can be found in the many photographs that are stored on Google for you to search for and for you to look at the genuine reaction in those photos as I look for the reaction with John Lewis. But you can take whoever you admire to do that task and find your truth.